Hello everyone, Ben here. Just wanted to hop in at the beginning of the show and remind you we are doing a live show at Geeky Tees in Burbank, California on Friday, August 23rd at 7pm. Tickets are $10 at the door, cash, PayPal, Venmo, whatever you want to do. And all of that money is going towards new equipment, specifically new soundboard for season two. I wanted to remind you of that because we've only got a couple more episodes until August 23rd happens. So we need to raise awareness. I also want to remind you that we are on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we are Rassilon Pod on all of those, or you can just search for the game of Rassilon. Don't forget, please, to share the podcast with your fellow Whovian friends, people who like Doctor Who, people who like tabletop RPGs, and anyone who lives in between those two uh, sectors, do please let them know about the podcast. Small podcasts like ours live and die by word of mouth, so your support is 8,000% more important than the leading brand of support, which I believe um, is skywriting. Just writing your podcast name in the sky uh, using the clouds themselves is a little bit uh, of a stretched metaphor but we'll continue anyway um we are in the home stretch of season one we have one two we have five more episodes including this episode before the season is over before we start work on season two which is going to involve a lot of big changes but i don't want to spoil anything for you because obviously there's stuff on the horizon anyway enjoy the episode uh i hear in this one the doctor turns into a mosquito I'm absolutely making that up. Let's, uh, let's listen now, shall we? Previously on the Game of Rassilon. We're, we're here, I guess? Is, 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 is Millie here? The TARDIS is randomized, so there's not really any way I can go that will definitely lead us to her, and it might be a good idea for us to see what's going on here, because maybe if we sit in one spot for a little bit, then Roman can find us. And I look, I look around, if it's the 90s, there are still newspapers in places. Yeah, so yeah. I, lo- I, I do the old Time Traveler special of going yeah. to a newsstand. And you go to the newsstand. It's January 11th, 1999. It is almost three months to the day from uh, when you were taken back in October of 98. Whoa. Um, I, I, I saw something move in the basement storage. Um, I, I don't, what, what, have, what have you found? I haven't found anything just... Um, quite yet. All I've found is that apparently, I assume your old boss, Jennifer Gale, mm-hmm. that she founded a web company and gave computers to the library. Wait, Does that what? seem like something that you would recognize her doing? No, I mean... You do see what appears to be some movement, like, through like the frosted glass on the door of one of the storage rooms. You see a little movement that implies people. Hello? I try to open the door. Uh, the door is unlocked. Okay, be careful, Travis. And I slowly open the door. Hello? As you slowly open the door, you are now able to see the people in this room. They're still not reacting. They're not responding to anything you're saying or doing. Eight people in here, um, all standing. um, Their fists kind of going from, like, straight open, closed into a fist, then snapping straight open again and closing into a fist. And all of their faces are blank. Not in the sense that they're not reacting, but in the sense that there are no eyes, there's no nose, there's no mouth. It's skin straight over the face. God.
um... Her? Oh, I see it. What do we do? Slowly back out of the room. Okay. Close the door behind you. Okay. I do that. You close the door and it goes to click. Um, what? <laughs> I've encountered something like this before. It's so funny. When you say things like that, that doesn't even phase me anymore. Yeah. Um, For our listeners, do we want to explain what this might be or what you think this might be? Well, it's it's the thing. I, it's been a lot since seen the episode, but there's the episode of the Idiot's Lantern, which is the David Tennant episode where, similar to the internet being provided to people, there were televisions that were given out very cheaply from Magpie's uh, electronics, and they were, like, stealing people's faces and, and like, make, make, basically, like, leaving them as, like, zombies in the middle of like the street and stuff like that okay very good well done yeah thank you that makes sense yeah so those th- those of you who are listening who don't know the episode look up the wikipedia for or the tardis wiki for uh the idiot idiot's lantern and also check out the idiot's lantern's catch comedy group because they're fun too yeah, they're, yeah. Good. they're they're friends of ours uh despite the fact that seeing people without faces uh was horrifying uh did i notice anything on these people uh that might be a telltale sign that it's someone who Travis would know. Yeah, you definitely like recognize like items of clothing, hairstyles, name mm. a couple of name badges. Like um uh Justine, Kathy, Noah, um and there was a fourth one whose name I cannot remember. Was it just those three? Justine, those, those three Justine, and, and Jennifer yeah. and, and Jennifer. Yeah, okay, but yeah. So, yeah, Jennifer's not in there. Right. Um Jennifer is conspicuous in her absence, but you definitely recognize those right. three in there. And then a couple of other people like Let's say ballpark about how many people were in that room? There were there were eight people in that room. Okay. Um, and you recognize ju- again just from again hairstyles and like jawlines and uh, clothing, like you recognize maybe like most of the people in that room. Right. It's a small town. Yeah. So. Uh, well, um, found the missing library staff. Yeah, I saw it. I was there. Yeah. Um, I know. Um, I don't know what to do, Travis. I think I think the next thing we can do is investigate. We need to find the offices of this Jennifer Gale's net, this company, this Nest Internet, Nest Online. Are, are we okay? Is it okay just to leave them down here? They've been here the whole time already. I don't know what to do with them. I don't know how to restore their faces. Okay. I'm sorry. See, I guess we head back up and I try to find like an address for this business, for okay. this Nest Online. Um, as you reach, uh, or as you reach the foot of the stairs, um, at the top of the stairs, standing, is a police officer with a gun drawn pointed in your direction. And okay. he just says, very matter of fact, stop, please. Okay, I don't, I don't care for guns. Um, I'm here. Um, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. Um, my friend used to work here. He was coming by to say hello to coworkers, and the door was open, and we came down here, and there, there's people down here. They're in trouble. You need to leave. Uh, we're trying to. You're blocking the pathway. You need to leave, and he starts to step down towards you with the gun still drawn, pointed Which, at you both. We're trying to leave. You are in the exit. You are on the stairs. He now has two hands on the gun, and it's still pointed at you. And he says, "You need to leave." Do I recognize this police officer? Yeah, this is this is probably someone that. Uh, what's his name? Or her name? Or their name? Let's let's. You know what? Uh, they uh, lock people in. Uh, Doug. Johninson. Doug Johninson. 
Dunk Jonathan. I'm not good at names on the spot. I'm sorry. Uh, Anyone I'll, who's played D&D with me knows that. Dunk I disagree. Johnson. I'll go one further and say Doug Jonathan is probably like an old high school buddy of your dad's. Like you, he, he's probably someone that you know from like he's been over yeah. for like like poker nights and so on with your with your your folks or soul Uncle Doug. Yeah, and he's got his gun pointed right at you. Both. He has a face. And he, his face is present, but it is, uh, unemotive. Okay. Uh, Mr. Johnson, it's, it's me, it's Travis. Hi. Uh, you don't need to point a gun, please. Uh, we're, we're complying. He's, he's still, it's, if anything, his, uh, his pace as he goes down the stairs is increasing. Okay. Um, I'm gonna take a very cautious step towards him. Like, we, we are leaving. We are leaving. Hands, my hands are up. Um, and, we're, we're just going to go by. No problem. And I take another step. Okay. Uh, he's going to fire his gun. So this is now a scene. Um, so that he's, that's his intention. He's, is he's going to fire. So you've got, um, as, as anyone knows, the way that combat works in this game is, uh, runners go first, talkers go second, uh, non-combat actions go first, go third, and then, uh, fighters go last. So that's what he's going to do. What do you, what do you guys want to do in this moment? I think I'm a talker talk okay i i i think i was just trying to be a doer like to okay. move past but i don't do you want to try to you want to try to move past him i feel like that'll be a runner basically yeah uh i mean like in the second he pulls the trigger between the bullet coming out i don't know how far i'm gonna get <laughs> okay so so runner's good uh and, and runner's gonna give you um uh, a buff when he <laughs> fires his gun um so i'm gonna have you do uh well doesn't the talker go first though uh, it's, it's, oh, talkers, runners. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yes. Just be like, we're complying. We are going. We're leaving. You do not need to shoot us. We're leaving. We're going. Goodbye. Good day, sir. <laughs> As you doff your purple hat. Um, yeah. Uh, he's not, if he's, if he's hearing what you're saying, he's not reacting or responding to it. He's just, the gun is drawn and he's saying you need to leave. Okay. Okay. So we're now on the runners. Yeah. I mean, well, I, the, the geography of it, will there be enough room for me to move past him on the stairs? I'm imagining it's fairly narrow corridor. I would corridor. say there's enough room to kind of shove him out of the way. You definitely don't want to do that. Like, yeah. Like, kind of like get, you can, I think there's enough room for you to get past him. It's a bit of a squeeze, but I think you can do it. Okay, I want to I wanna slightly amend what I'm doing. It's still okay. going to be a doing thing, okay. but um, since I'm, I was taking a step forward, um, I, I kind of want to do that thing like where I turn sideways but kind of keep my face towards him okay. and i'm gonna like attempt to move past him with my arms out and up kind okay. of thing because i don't want to bolt because i'm worried right. that like a sudden action would do it so i'm, I'm you know for D purposes i'm basically yeah. moving into a threatened square okay yeah um so i'm gonna do that but like very gingerly and like you know with full intent to not uh instigate conflict so the goal is to just kind of sidle yes past him up the stairs. yes okay. like fully aware that there's a gun in my face but i there's nothing i have on my person that would be able to stop a okay gun. so this is brave as heck so okay. i'm gonna give you another story point okay that, cool um which you can spend as you see fit um but uh yeah you you are able to do that you're able to slip past he still has the gun kind of pointed at you but he does not fire okay and I, I, I will continue to move up the stairs and, and then when I'm sort of like a step or two up past him, turn so I'm still facing and say, my, my, my friend here is going to do the same thing. Uh, we are complying. Okay. And I, and I, and I, you know, just 
look at the doctor. I'm, I, don't, I don't even want to risk motioning to her mm-hmm. because this is uh, being held at gunpoint. Yeah, I actually think that for my movement, I think that I would probably actually not follow you because uh, I wouldn't have time for that, but mm-hmm. given the rounds of combat situation. But I think that I would actually step between the gun and the the windows into the other room because in my mind if he fires this gun and it hits one of those people they're still going to be dying and before i can find a way to save them right okay so that's my movement okay yeah so i i think i think and correct me if i'm wrong the layout of the steps is the doctor's at the bottom of the stairs mm-hmm. the officer is sort of in the middle so and i am behind and we are on either side of yeah the, okay okay um Oh, you actually don't need to worry about that because the bottom of the stairs kind of turns. Okay. To, so you're not, you're not, the gun is, if the gun fires, it's going to go into the wall behind you. Okay. That was my, I, I thought, I thought, yeah, I thought he yeah. was, po- I thought I was between him and the room with people in it. So oh, I was no, afraid. You're, yeah, you're fine. Okay. Then I will move and try to do what Travis did and okay, try to get around cool. him. Yeah. You, uh, again, no role. You are able to do that. He's, um, uh, his, his gun is still kind of pointed at you right now and his eyes are locked on you. Mm-hmm. And as you go past him, you're able to see he's not, he's blinking like, he's blinking on a, like a, almost like a, a schedule. It's like, mm-hmm. a, a, he, it's, it's like every six seconds he blinks once. Okay. And it's, if you can tell, like clockwork, every six seconds. Okay. Um, I'm gonna spend a story point mm-hmm. and use my psychic paper. Okay. And I'm gonna hold it up in front of his face mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna project the words, wake up. And the, what I'm doing, cause the psychic paper interacts with the brain of the mm. person that it's being yes. used against. And so I'm es- essentially as- attempting to interrupt the signal that's controlling him. Mm. That's heckin' awesome. You want anyone to spend a story point for that? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So you, you hold the psychic paper up to, um, Doug Johnson is his name. Yep. And he looks at the paper and, uh, he, he starts to like blink erratically and then he drops the gun and it looks like he might pass out for a second. And then he re- regains his, uh, his bearings and he, he looks at you and, and he looks up the, the stairs and he sees, uh, he sees Travis and he says, what, what's your dad's name, by the way? We need, we should name your dad quickly. Uh, Elliot. 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 <laughs> okay, I dig I it. No, I make a note of that because uh, that's that might come back later. Um, he looks up at you and he says, uh, "I'm not." Here's the thing. I'm going to say this straight away. I'm not going to do an accent because it's going to be abominable. That's fine. Um, he looks up at you and he says, "You're Elliot's boy, right?" Yeah. Yeah. Travis. What, Hi. What's What's happened? Um, we were hoping maybe you could tell us. You were pointing a, a gun at us a, a second ago. Um, are you okay? I I don't feel like I've been in control of my actions for I don't know how long. It's something 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 has this town, something has has the people. Let's let's get you upstairs. Uh Okay. Yeah, and, and get- like you guys all head up head up the stairs to uh to the the library. Um and uh kind of standing in the the kind of the main doorway where you guys came through are People just kind of standing there, mm-hmm. um, in their regular clothes. Um, uh, some of them have satchels. Some of them, uh, uh, are just, you know, kind of carrying their kind of day to day stuff. There's, mm-hmm. uh, do they have faces? Uh, they have their faces. Okay. Uh, one woman even has, uh, a, 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 like a baby carrot, like a pram. 
mm-hmm. uh, with her. But they're all just kind of standing, and they're all blinking in unison every six seconds, okay. all looking at you. And the, yeah, that's as a kind of clap of the, every time they blink. Um, there's there's maybe uh, there's maybe like ten people uh, by the door total, and a baby. Okay. Um, I. This is ridiculous, but I, I walk over to where the PA system was that Travis mm-hmm. pointed out earlier, mm-hmm. and I pick up the nearby phone, mm-hmm. and then I like pick it up so it's a dial tone. I try to I try to put it up to the phone, like the phone receiver to the PA system, and turn it on, almost like trying to send like a shock wave of like 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 data signal to try to disrupt the Wi-Fi. Ooh. The the because there's no Wi-Fi. It, if there's internet at this point, it's dial-up internet. Yeah. So I'm trying oh, to like yeah. shock the system. I like that. Yeah, that works. Um, firstly, I'm going to give you a story point because that's oh, fantastic. You. Um, the uh, yeah, the the as soon as they hear the dial tone, um, they it's like they all just kind of stop for a minute. Um, and their eyes just close. They're standing there, eyes closed. Mm. Apparently, they they don't like. Like Jutta or Jerk or anything, they just stop. Okay. For a bit. More so than they already had. Yeah, it was kind of mm, like a, yeah. I was kind of like, almost doing like a feedback loop yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever, whatever, uh, signal is controlling them has been interrupted. Okay. I go to the closest one to me that I can find and yeah. I kind of like gently shake, like not shake them, but kind of like, like get their attention. Okay. Uh, are you, are you okay? Uh, Michael, I'm going to let you be a person. Because why not? Wow, that was a weird statement. Ah. <laughs> ah. Sorry, I've just emerged fully formed and sentient into the world. Yeah. Um, just looking around. And, ah. uh, ah. What's happened? I, I, you tell me. I, I'm, I'm the doctor. Um, you probably know my friend Travis. He's from this town. Travis. Um, Travis. Where the heck have you been? You know, traveling. Um, who is this person? Uh, Michael. Who is this person? <laughs> It's me, Fred. Fred, of course. Fr- Fred Dugginson. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Dugginson, uh, from the, the bodega. Are there bodegas in Jersey? Are there bodegas? No? Sure. From the mini There's, No, it's probably like a, like United Dairy Farmers that they're calling. Like, it's like, it's like a gas station, like, like convenience store that people yeah. call the bodega. I, I just think wanna, like New York Club. It's Fred Dugson from the 11 12. I want to give a shout out to the best place in the world, Wawa. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> right. United Dairy Farmers is more of an Ohio type thing. Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, but we can call it something not, uh, yeah. you know, a brand. Yeah. 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 It's it's me, Fred Dugson. Called the Bodega. From, that was the thing I was yeah, going yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. From the from the Bodega. You know the the chain of stores called Bodega. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Hey. Um. So, what's the last thing you remember? We. I got that cool new computer from that Nest deal, and I plugged it in, and there was this the the dial tone, the modem went, and then I I was I was standing here. And I turn to uh, Officer Johninson. Uh, <laughs> uh, t- is that the last thing you remember too? Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah, we we just got a whole bunch of new computers installed at the at the station, and uh, and we, we there was a orientation on how to use the new software, and I sat down, and the lights went down, and the projector came on, and the next thing I know, I'm holding a gun in the stairwell. Do you uh do you know where Nest is located? Like where where their headquarters are, or in town, or the store? Uh, I go to one of those flyers that were being yeah advertising Nest, and I yeah. look up an address on there. 
Um, yeah, there's an address in uh, in in downtown Sheffield, New Jersey. Yeah, it's okay. on. Um, so like next door. Name a street. <laughs> God, stop making me come up with names of things. Uh, Dogwood. Dogwood Street. I like it. That's good. Yeah. I dig it. I dig Dogwood. <laughs> it's called that because it actually does have like a crook to it. When cool. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. I love it. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Good to know. Yeah. yeah. Well, a dog leg is it? Is what they call uh, that? Sounds like. Uh-huh. Yeah. As an aside, there is a there's a country. I think it's Tunisia, but I might be wrong. They have a rail system, and their rail system actually has a kink in the middle because when the Tsar drew a line on the map with a ruler and a pencil um, to show where he wanted the rail line to be, there was a kink in the ruler. So when they built the the railway system, <laughs> the tunnels, they they put that in. Oh wow! Yeah. This is why you shouldn't have a king. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, How it's, bizarre. <laughs> All right. So. That's, yeah. That's the time for that song. Isn't yeah. It? So uh, I head, I head to that. I guess we head towards that address with the, the location. The, what should we call it? 110 Dogwood Street? Perfect. Yeah. yeah. 110 Dogwood Street. Oh, it's on the other side of the street. 111. Yeah, I guess no, Dogwood would mean it would have Dogwood Tree. Yeah. Like, no, not, yeah. Not uh, before we go, I just uh, kind of like give a quick. Uh, you know, to the police officer, like you're you're okay to make sure these people are taken care of. I, I know your head's a little fuzzy right now, but um, don't use for now. Stay off any of the Nest computers. Okay, are there any here? There's a few here. There's some in the computer lab. Oh no, uh, I better. He grabs his gun and he's like, I guess I'll go better take care of those. No, 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 no officer, officer, here? officer, officer. I know where the. The, I know where the breaker is. I can turn off the power He's to like, them. I can breaker them with this thing right here. <laughs> if the breaker's downstairs, then I'll I'll just get it. Um, and, yeah. and one by the people at the door now are starting to kind of wake up and mm-hmm. uh, like. Oh, um, don't go downstairs, Travis. Go turn the breaker off real quick. Cause I don't want him walking into that room full of faceless people and having a panic attack. Oh, I dig that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, th- there are, uh, um, everyone. There are chairs and cushions. Please feel free to stay here. Oh, I- uh, I wouldn't recommend them staying here if, if Ms. Gale is a li- was the head librarian. This might not be safe ground for them. Is Everyone somewhere listen to is the there, doctor. <laughs> is there like a community center nearby where you can take these people from now until... We can head over to the Starbucks. Yeah. We got a Starbucks in the last three months? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. the only thing that changed. Uh, yeah. I like that you wouldn't offer up your store as a place for everyone to go. We can go down to my bodega and sell them things. <laughs> I just had it arranged the way I like. Out of business because the owner hasn't been there in, six, in three months. Yeah, bodega. Um, oh no. Yeah, yeah, just take them somewhere safe. I don't. The library doesn't feel like it's a safe space to be at right now. Yeah, I feel like. Um, actually, I hope you don't. You don't mind. I think we are going to go to the, the bodega. I'm, I'm commandeering the bodega. He says that sounds good. Everybody, let's all uh, head out to the bodega so the doctor and Travis can get to the next scene. Do you have snacks? <laughs> Yep, lots, lots. Reasonably Don't eat the hot dogs. Price. It's been a few months. All right, so then we go. We go to the. We All go right. towards yeah. the nest. Um, it is a, a kind of a, a very nondescript kind of small, um, like a storefront. There's just like a plain sign in the window that just says, uh, it, it just says Nest Online. There's no like fancy logos, no fancy doors. The glasses aren't etched with the logo or anything. It's it's like a placeholder sign. It's like when you okay. were, when you have a booth at Comic Con and they have the cardboard sign hanging on the back. It's like that face. Okay. I yeah. I suspected it probably wouldn't be like some big fancy like yeah. secret hide. Like here's all of our secret stuff. Yeah. Um. But I still check the door and try to go in. Okay. Um. The door is locked. Okay. But it is a regular old lock. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna use a sonic to unlock it. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna call that. I'm gonna say you use both of the sonic story yeah, points to perfect. do that. The door is unlocked. Cool. And it is dark inside. Okay. Um. I still have my torch, so I, I turn that on. Yeah. And I like flashlight around the room. 
Uh, as you flash the light around the room, you see various computers. The computers are on, but the monitors are in sleep mode. And as your light passes over them, eventually it reaches the uh, the the pallid, smiling face of Jennifer Gale, uh, who Travis immediately recognizes. Um, she's wearing uh, regular clothes, like she's she's kind of been taking care of herself a little bit. She's wearing a cardigan. She's wearing uh, trousers. She's she's wearing flats. Um, and she kind of she she looks at you both, and she just says. Ah, hello. Lovely to meet you. Uh, Jen- Jennifer, it's it's me. It's it's Travis. Oh, I know. I absolutely know that it's you. How how have you how have you been? Um, fine. Um, congrats on your new company. Thank you. Where did you go? Because you you didn't show up with the others. Um, it. Wait, the others. The other librarians. So you you know about the other librarians? Oh, I I absolutely know. Of course I do. Okay. Um, can they have their faces back, please? I'm not sure their faces are in a place where they're accessible. And one by one, all of the computer monitors flick on and and kind of low quality, like pixelated, uh, like looping gifs of the faces appear on each one of the screens and you see Kathy's face, Justine's face, Noah's face, and other faces of other people from around town. Uh all of all of whom match. The eight the Morbius doctors. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh John Nathan Turner's face, if it no. Um, oh. No. Uh yeah, just all, all the faces of the, the eight people who were uh who were in that room appear on the monitors and you can hear them silently mouthing the word help in a looping gif each on, on each screen and uh, Jennifer says um, sorry my um, my business partner sometimes gets a little bit peckish thought she was taken care of can you just like let them go though maybe like just release them uh, no I, d- I don't think we'll be we'll be doing that anytime soon um, and there's a uh, at this point this is when you notice there is a uh, projector on the ceiling uh, pointed at behind Jennifer, and the projector powers on, and you see um, that spinning globe uh, that you saw before, um, and uh, a spe- the speech bubble appears, but this time, as well as the text appearing on the screen, uh, you hear kind of a, a kind of an almost synthetic, uh, well, say almost synthetic, an actually synthetic, almost Stephen Hawking-like voice, um, as it says, uh, Ah, we meet again, Doctor. Hello. I... I- I forget the name of this this stuff. It's been so long since I've seen Age Lantern, so I don't remember these details from the episode sure. specifically. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, the creature is called the Wire. Okay, Wire. Um, I was like, is this yeah. the Void? Yeah. And okay. it was previously uh, it was trapped in uh, radio radio signals, radio waves. Yeah, yeah, radio yes. TV. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, the, the 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 text appears, and the voice says, uh, "I recognized your ship as soon as it materialized in town." Yes, I suppose you'd be on lookout for it. And then, um, while, while she's talking, I'm gonna reach into my pocket and pull out, I mean, I'm gonna spend a story point and I'm gonna pull out a pair of dark black sunglasses and I'm gonna put them on over my face. I, I have regular glasses, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. put them on over my glasses. And, uh, essentially, I am now wearing the sonic sunglasses of the 12th Doctor. Uh, and I, I flip on a, like a buffering thing mm-hmm. so that I can't be possessed through the computer the way the people in the town were. Oh, I dig it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So I spent a story point for that. Okay. You um, have that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, actually, I'm going to make that. That's great. 
Um, because of the nature of the tool, I'm going to say it's two story points. Okay, yeah, okay, that's cool. fine. Yeah. So I'm down to seven now. Okay, cool. Um, so I am going to um, say, I thought you learned last time that we met that this planet is protected. I have greater ambitions than simply feeding upon the population. Again, I reiterate my last point. I thought you learned that this planet is protected. You've already hurt my friend once. You've hurt this man's friends, and I'm not going to let you do it. This is when uh, uh, Jennifer says, uh, well, I mean, it's not so much that we'll be hurting people. We'll just be putting them in... Uh, a, a different state. We- if you're feeding off of them, you are hurting them. That is a definition. The fact that you can't return their faces to them implies you have done damage to them. I am not here to fight semantics with you today. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the wire, the, the spinning globe, says, uh, This is a lovely conversation, but if you don't mind, I have an appointment to keep. You'll excuse me, please. And then the screen goes off. Um, and there's a beeping from a small machine, like a bulky, like an IBM ThinkPad laptop, mm-hmm. um, immediately on the table to uh, Jennifer's side. And Jennifer uh, unplugs it and picks it up, and she says, uh, "Listen, I have to go. So, um, if you don't mind, I'm going to uh, I'm going to hop in my car and head out." Um, I step in front. Of the, I step in front of the door. Oh, I, I very much mind. And she kind of she sighs, and she pulls a gun. And she says, "Listen, I'm, I'm too far into this now to back out. I, I'm, I'm on a winning streak here. We've, we've pretty much gone as far as we can here in in Sheffield, New Jersey. We're gonna head. We're gonna head. We're gonna do that thing that pretty much everyone in you know small towns do. And we're gonna head to New York, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna crank things up a notch. Uh, and uh, I've got some some great prospects on the horizon myself. So it's not." I hope you don't just think I'm being coerced into this. This is a choice that I've made. So if you don't mind, I'm going to choose to go out that door. You're going to choose to get out of my way. Or, and I say this with a modicum of regret, I am going to have to choose to shoot you. I don't think I stuttered. Travis, what's up? What's happening in your, in, in your, in your head right now? I, I think he's combined with the headspace that he was in before this began and now seeing his boss you know basically stealing the faces from innocent people travis is mad and like he still has his flashlight too and i think he's almost gripping it tighter than he realizes okay and he sees the gun pointed at the doctor and i think he's gonna just put himself in front of the doctor okay um and Say, Jennifer, put the gun down. I have already lost one friend today, and I sure as hell am not about to lose another one. Do you understand me? Uh, okay, so if this is a, if this is a conflict situation, uh, that's your talk? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, Doctor, what would you like to do in this situation? I'm going to choose non-violent do. Okay. Uh, I'm going to grab the computer from her while he's distracting her. Okay, so we're going to make this a contest. This is going to be uh, strength. Strength and... Oh, I can't, part of me wants to make this uh, athletics. It's either athletics or fighting. I don't think it's necessarily fighting. Like punch it? So I'd say it's, it's athletics, Yeah, we'll, we'll right? go strength and athletics. It's okay. going to be a contest between 
uh, between the two of you. If you were going to like Michelle Yo kick it, then... Okay, can I add tough to this? Uh, oh, yeah, you can give yourself a plus two for tough. Why okay, not? cool. So I'm starting at a eight right now. Okay. Okay, that's eight plus nine, so that puts me at 17. Okay, yeah, you way beat her. Okay. Uh, that's uh, that's a resounding sensor. That's yes and. Okay. So you're able to, um, like, uh, pull pull the uh, the IBM ThinkPad away out of out of her her, her hands mm-hmm. in such a way she actually like pulls her down. She like kind of falls to her, her to her, her hands and knees on the ground. Travis, get the gun. And I die for the gun. I'm not even going to make you roll for that because she's she's down on the ground and isn't in a position to stop you. So you now have the gun. Yeah, and I uh, am not proficient with guns uh but i okay. do my very best to try to like empty the bullets without firing <laughs> you know like i'm assuming it's a revolver uh i would say it's probably like a cop's gun like with a clip okay i don't know a lot about guns either because i'm from a country where we don't use them for anything other than- here's where i slide in um i'm gonna say that you just like you hold the pistol and you accidentally touch the safety and the whole magazine just yes falls out that's i mean that was my intention yeah yeah i'm that you're clumsy as well so i figure that's probably yeah probably perfect do that Unintentionally, yeah. that's brilliant. Thanks, Dad. So the gun has been disarmed. Good. Make sure, sure there's not a bullet in the chamber. That I wouldn't know how to do. Um, Travis, there's probably still a bullet in the chamber. So can you just try to fire that? As much as I hate to tell you to use a gun, not you're not using it on her. Fire it at the servers. Uh, sure. And uh, I think I square my shoulders as best as possible because this may be the first time Travis is ever firing a real firearm. Cool. Uh, I'm, and, uh... So you're gonna do a roll for this, but... I figured, yeah. Because it's um, your first time, it's gonna be a negative yeah. one. Can, oh, wait, no, do I, I need, fire... Do I need to spend a story point for there to be a bullet in the chamber? Uh, yeah, we'll call that... Mm, we'll call that three story points? Okay. By the way, I realize down to Travis four. has fired a gun. Oh! In the in the yes. first arc, yeah. Yeah. And I did it with aplomb. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but I'm still gonna roll. But I'll, I will still give the minus one, because yeah. this is, this is like a firearm. I firearm. spent a... St- story point section so you can <laughs> you better not give yourself disadvantage okay ben what am i rolling uh this is gonna be coordination of marksman it's a three and a zero to start cool thanks for uh and a six so a, a nine okay uh that is that is yes but because it's super easy okay with the safety off okay to uh let this one bullet fly all right uh so it goes off yes but so you do hit the ser- the good news is you hit the server. Um, all of the faces on the displays uh, start to glitch out for a minute and then vanish one by one. Um, and then the server starts to spark and catches fire. And suddenly there's an electrical fire spreading through the room. Oh, I just realized I probably just doomed all those people. All right. Um, yeah. So what, they were already like corroded at that point, right? That was what we were taught when they were they were being fed. That was like what was being told. Uh, that was. I'm trying to remember how the wire works specifically, but it's like that's where. The people that the wire had fed on were just kind of the faces could be restored, yeah. but it took some doing. Yeah, because oh, but but what Jennifer said was they're not somewhere they can be brought back from now. Uh, we'll we'll put a pin in that. Okay, don't worry about it. It's not a huge deal. I just killed a bunch of people. It's fine. Um, <laughs> well, I had Travis kill people, which is like what the doctor does. So all right. Um, so now I I have the laptop which has the the wire downloaded onto okay. it. Um, which. 
we know from the actual episode because they put they put the wire on a tape, on a, Betamax, a, a Betamax yeah. tape. So um, I, you know what I do? I look around this techno this room, this computer room. Mm-hmm. I look for one of those since this, 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 the, the 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 fun gag of the wires using outdated technology yeah. to trap. Well, I guess Betamax wouldn't have been for that era, Doctor Who. But like uh, I I put I store the wire on. I'm gonna I, I can spend more story points. Of this is in the room, but. I'm looking for those like late '90s zip drives. Exactly where I was headed. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. If you want to spend, uh, yeah, if I, you want to spend. I want to butt in for a second. Yeah. I don't think Riley should have lost three story points for there being a bullet in the gun. Yeah. Because the function of that gun, if Jennifer knew what she was doing, would mean there was a bullet in that gun. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Okay. You can spend those story points instead on the, on the, on the beta, yeah. on the, the flash drive, yeah, the, the, the zip drive being there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then I, I load up the computer mm-hmm. and I download the wire from the computer. I, I, I move, transfer it from the computer over to the, uh, the zip drive. Like a drag and drop? Yeah. Uh, okay, so every time, <laughs> you know what? I'm just picturing a screaming clippy being dragged into a recycle bin. Just every, <laughs> every time you move the pointer over to, uh, to the wire's little avatar, mm-hmm. it's trying to move away from the pointer. Like, no, you can't do that. Stop, please. Please let me go. And, but eventually you do do it and you drag the file over onto the, the zip drive and you see the animation of the, uh, the, 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 the old, like, Windows 95 mm-hmm. of the paper, like, flying from one folder into another. Mm-hmm. And every time you see, uh, as the paper flips over mid as it flips, there's, like, this screaming face on it. Nice. Um, uh, not dissimilar from the face that you saw, uh, when the wire was, uh, what's her name back in Idiot's Lantern? Yeah, that woman um, on the screen. And it copies over, and then eventually the wire is, uh, uh, straight up loaded up onto this zip drive that just pops out of the slot. Okay. I take that drive and I pocket it. And then I uh, I smash the laptop just in case there's like a copy of it on the laptop. Okay, you do that. The laptop fizzes and sparks because the BBC's uh, uh, pyrotechnics team don't know when to stop. And yeah, then you've done it. You've destroyed the ThinkPad. I actually I actually peel the back sticker off the ThinkPad and show the Apple logo that they hid for the torch for the t- <laughs> for the Torchwood set. Um. So then yeah. So then I I leave that and then. You do your thing. Yeah. Meanwhile, I have an electrical fire I'm going to yeah, deal with. Yeah, electrical fire yeah. happening right now. Yeah, so I'm definitely looking around for a fire extinguisher. Uh, <laughs> no, not Travis. There is not one. How about instead of looking for a fire extinguisher, we drag this woman out of this building and let it burn down? Whoa. Uh, I don't want to stay. I don't want to preserve any of these, any of these machines. Yeah, the, bu- the, 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 the building's not connected to any of the other oh, okay. buildings on the street. So. Uh, okay, I then I will... Uh, is she is she well, no she's not unconscious. Get, get get her out of here. She's on the ground um and she's she's definitely like angry and resistant. Call call officer Jonathan and get her out of here. I will take care of the computers. Okay. So I'm going to use another another zip drive. I'm going to take it over and I'm going to try to get any of the faces that are saved. I I I guess I wouldn't go to the server itself. I would go to like one of the main computers. Like and I would try to copy or get the faces off the computers before the I, the I room have goes some down. Bad news for you: the fire has spread and okay. the computers are usable. Okay, I was, I was okay. Um, but I'm you know, but I'm going to give you a story point for trying. Okay, because that's 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 what the doctor would do. So that's yeah, awesome. and here's what Travis is going to do: he's going to pick up a computer mouse and he's going to bind Jennifer's hands because oh, he does yeah. not have Absolutely. anything else to sort of arrest her with. So you know, while she's on the ground, I'm like. 
sorry yeah. and just does it and then like you know helps her to her feet and like let's get you out of here before you you know asphyxiate yeah so, okay. uh, so yeah you you guys you bound her you lift her up and take her out of the she's and she's struggling and resisting and kind of shouting and screaming and spitting at you because she's angry like, everything she thought she was gonna get is now gone um and uh as the uh, i'm gonna take the laptop with me as we go just okay. just be heads up uh and and yeah, so you guys are outside of the building now, and you just watch it burn. Okay. Um, uh, you do start to see people, kind of uh, the near the, the surrounding businesses, the uh, you know the local coffee shop, and the uh, uh, there's a little local cafe that isn't happy about the fact that there's a Starbucks nearby. There's the Starbucks. People are starting to kind of step out of the buildings as they kind of uh, kind of regain their faculties and kind of look around and 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 just kind of. Become present in the world again. Okay. Uh, am I recognized? Uh, there's a few people who are kind of looking over in your direction with like, at the very least, there's like a, isn't he the bloke from the, not the wouldn't say bloke, yeah. isn't he the bloke from the want, from the, the wanted posters, from the missing posters? And there's a couple of people who definitely are like, Travis? Is that Travis? Is that Travis? Is that Travis? Um. Is that Travis? Yes, uh, he was kidnapped by Jennifer. What's her last name? Jen- uh, Jennifer Gale. Jennifer Gale. She kidnapped him and held him hostage for these last few months. And then I run, I grab you by the hand and with her, and I run you both. I'm, I'm in full on like tenant running around like yeah. frantic mode. I run you back to the library with the laptop under my, under my arm and yeah. w- with, with Jennifer Gale in, in tow. We've made a citizen's arrest and I, I'm taking <laughs> her back to the police officer. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, what I do. Mm-hmm. Is I go running into the library and I run to the computer lab. Okay. And I, um, what I do is I go to the computer lab, I log into Jennifer's computer again, mm-hmm. and I look up from when they, like when the, I look up the, like I go through like, like the like WinSys or whatever, like I go to like, go, go into like the, the system files, okay. and I look for when the library employees logged into the computers and had their faces stolen. And now uh, I plug in that zip drive, okay. and I um, I also plug in I, I like hook up with like wires. I connect the like kind of broken laptop, but like get like what I can. And what I'm basically doing is running a restore, and I'm trying to like get their faces from the exact moment they were taken. So the ones that were on file are destroyed, but I'm doing like a like a reboot from like when they were taken and like. Basically, trying to restore them to the exact moment they were taken, so they they won't have any memory the last three months, but they'll be brought back. If you want to, do you have five story points? I have exactly five story points. Then that's what that's what they used on. Fantastic. Yeah, Uh, you're able to uh, extract the data from the uh, from the wires Mm -hmm. uh, files on the zip drive, and you're able to restore those faces. And you start to hear from from down the down the the stairs in in the children's section. You start to hear these voices echoing up. I'm like, what happened? Where 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 are we? Uh, What are we doing down here? Uh, and that's, and you've done it. You've restored the faces one by one. They come up the stairs, um, as, uh, as people who see people, recognize people that, you know, they knew and have gone missing. They find each other and they hug and they embrace. And it's mm-hmm. this wonderful, warm, loving moment that you would find at the end of a Russell T. Davies era Doctor Yeah. Episode. That's actually exactly, yeah. I was literally, I like run up to Travis and I grab him by the shoulders and I, oh, we, I, I, I have you, have you handed off, uh, Jennifer to the officer? Yes. Okay. Everyone in town has been reunited. They 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 are starting to kind of figure out what happened, and one by one, all of these old uh, like 
uh, Nest Online computers are being ripped up. They're being thrown out into the street, as, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there are trash cans full of them. And people are trying to reclaim their lives from the the scourge of the internet. And they say, God, we'll never let the internet be in Sheffield, New Jersey. Ever <laughs> it was a fad anyway. Um, and you're, you're kind of watching all like. The, the trash cans of old computers and CRT monitors being put out on the street as you guys walk back to the TARDIS mm-hmm. with a flash drive in tow. Um, so I had the zip disk, and yeah, so I basically um, grab an air. I get an air gap computer that has no internet access whatsoever, and I install the the wire on there, and then I delete the file. That's awesome. You do that as you click delete. You you see this swirling glitched out face in 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 plain like gr- kind of the, that bright green and magenta and mm-hmm. blacks and and reds of the like an old style computer terminal as they begin to as it begins to swirl and 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 divide and split and break up into uh, just squares and pixels and then nothing mm-hmm. and then all you're left with is a dos prompt on the screen and then i i pull the I actually open the tower of the computer mm-hmm. and I pull out the hard drive and I take it and the, the zip disk that I had and I put them both in a microwave. Perfect. Yeah. And I turn it on. And they go fizzed. Yeah. And, yeah. That, and uh, the wire has been defeated. Once we get back into the TARDIS, I immediately go to my room and I find, uh, let's just say there's a roll top desk because that's way cooler than just a regular desk. And I grab a piece of paper and a pen and I write a very fast letter that says, Mom and Dad, I'm okay. I'll be home soon. And I put it in an envelope and I run outside and I drop it in a mailbox. And then I come back into the TARDIS and I kind of like brush off. There's a little bit of snow on me. And uh, yeah, I make my way over to you and I see you just, you know, the microwave dings. Oh, I did not bring. No, I did not bring that on the TARDIS. Oh, okay. There's no way I'd bring the wire onto the TARDIS. Um, that happened. I, I did it. Maybe I did it at the, at the microwave at, at, at the library or at your yeah, house. Yeah, in the break something. room. Yeah. yeah, in the break room. Um, okay. Or the bodega. Yeah. Travis, do you know what happened today? Honestly, no. Nobody, nobody died, Travis. We, we did it. We, we did. We stopped the monster, and nobody died. Everybody lived, Travis. Do you know how rare that is that happens? You know what I'm thinking right now, Travis? I grab you by the shoulders. I look you in the eyes. And I put a big, goofy doctor grin on my face. Let's go find Millie. 